Welcome to episode 184 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is um, Saturday, people. Uh, Saturday, the 6th of February, 2021. Um, It's early doors for the weekend here at Briggs Towers, people. Um, It is... um, it is six o'clock in the morning, and I fucking know. And um, uh, we're up with a lax. We're catching the fucking early worm. I am that bird catching the early fucking worm. Um, that's uh, derogatory to worms. Do you realise that? Uh, some worms actually sleep in. Did you know that? Actually, worms come out at night. So, uh, all right. All right. Fucking Jesus. Um yeah, so uh, I've had quite a good week this week. Uh, slightly frustrating uh, since I last spoke to you people. Uh, in a bid, in a bid uh, to become uh, a healthier Ben Briggs, to become, to become the best Ben Briggs I can be, the best self I can be, um, I have invested in a bike. Now, because um, uh, I'm a spoiled little fucker, and um like to spoil myself a little bit um i bought quite a nice bike i bought a specialized bike um and it was the it wasn't even the one i wanted right the one i wanted i don't know was about 600 quid um around the world that's about $18,000 um in canada that's probably ontario i don't know the exchange rate i don't know the exchange rate but it was about 600 quid, I think, the one I wanted. And I ended up going for the one above that. That was like 750 quid. I know. What a fucking cockhead. Uh, I get carried away. That's my thing. I get fucking carried away with shit. I think, oh, well, it's only another 150 quid or something like that. And then there's another one above that. And that's only another like 100 quid above that. So that's like, yeah, I was willing to pay that. And I was essentially my spending habits are like a fucking like I'm on a losing streak at a fucking casino. Um, It's just another hundred dollars more. I've already lost fucking eight thousand dollars. That's anyway. Um, yeah, so I bought this bike. I also, um, treated, um, her indoors, the other half, um, uh, my girlfriend. Uh, I also, uh, bought her a bike as well, so we could go out cycling together like a couple of Howard and Hilda fucking, Ugh. Hello, darling. Fancy a cycle ride, darling. Oh, yes, please, darling. Yes, that would be lovely. Um, yeah, so, um. It can be a little thing to do to get fit. That's what I thought, right? Um, her bike arrived and that sort of thing. I had uh, a message um, saying, oh, I can't believe you bought me a bike. Because it was like, it was a fucking surprise. It's nice to surprise people sometimes with shit, isn't it? And it was a bike she'd sort of like seen. We'd been walking past a shop window. And um, it was, you know, one of these, you know, it's a lady bike. That's it. With a basket or, or, you know, not to be genderist or whatever. But if you saw a guy riding this bike, you'd assume he was riding it to pride. (laughs) Or some sort of parade. You know, it's a definite woman's bike. It's got the low sloping... um, um, uh, um, 
fucking what is it the long the bar like the crossbar it's got the you know swooping crossbar so they don't catch their fucking minge on it or something I, I never understood that by the way why women's crossbars are lower than men's when men have the bits that fucking dangle um surely it would be better on a bike to have the men's fucking crossbar lower um so they didn't catch their fucking cock and balls on it wouldn't it i I just surely on a crossbar or something like that if you break heavily a vagina (laughs) vagina is just gonna skid across the middle of the crossbar isn't it it's built for that surely it's even you know it even has a natural lubricant to um carry out that act so there's no chafing on on uh on the lippage there whereas a um you know a uh fucking a cock and balls on a crossbar is going to be like a fucking swan fucking up a landing on a lake isn't it it's going to fucking bounce along that crossbar um anyway i don't know that's how it's been designed who am i to say um question the gender of uh, bicycles in this day and age um anyway so i did that she got all excited because she got a bike and stuff like that i think she actually <laughs> she said to me she was uh sending it back because she hadn't ordered anything and the guy goes no it's definitely for you um and uh she got all excited because she get, a, get got a bike like she um gets excited about everything tries to read loads that's what women do isn't it you buy them something and they try and fucking read this into put it on the map of where we are in a fucking relationship isn't it ah like he bought me fucking that that means he cares this much and they all plot it on the fucking chart um yes the relationship is progressing exactly how i wanted it to i've nearly got him uh yeah that's what they do isn't it um but I quite like buying people stuff. So, um, you know, people I care about. Don't get excited out there, listeners. Um, but uh, people I care about. Um, so I bought her a bike. Uh, it's got a little basket on the front, little bell, you know. It's one of them little chain guard things. It's got, like, you know, gears, shit like that, you know. It's a girly colour. Um, my bike comes. And stupidly, uh, it was the last one available. Never do that, by the way, people. Never buy off the internet when it says one left. Um, Because it's no doubt something that's been sent to somebody else. They've got, there's something wrong with it and they've fucking sent it back. And then it's the company trying to flog it again to some unsuspecting sucker like me. Using me. Wasting my money. And, um, uh, yeah, so it gets sent to me. Uh, I get all excited because I've already ordered bar ends for a mountain bike. I know. But I, I, I like when I'm cycling uphill, I, I, I make it sound as if I'm, like, doing the Tour de France or something like that, don't I? But um, <laughs> uh, I'm a lazy fucker, so I, I find it easier with bar ends on a mountain bike to pull my pull the bike into you as you're going up a hill or something like that or or a mild gradient depending on (laughs) although it's just comfortable it seems more comfortable having your hands on the on the bar ends than the actual you know 
I don't know. It just seems... Anyway, I've always got bar ends for my mountain bikes I've had in the past. And I thought I'd treat myself to a nice mountain bike. I wanted a BMX. When I was younger, I wanted a fucking BMX. My parents bought me something that was a little bit like a BMX, but it wasn't a BMX. Disappointed with that. I had various hand-me-down bikes from my older brother before that. Uh, I had a Raleigh Grifter. Raleigh? Raleigh, isn't it? It's Raleigh. Um, Raleigh Grifter. Uh, the one that was a bit like a BMX was a, um, uh, a Raleigh Striker. It was like bright yellow and blue. Um, I think it may have been for a girl. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I fucking liked it. Um, and then I had mountain bikes after that. Um, old school mountain bikes, you know what I mean? Like these days, like the mountain bike I've re- bought, this specialised one has got fucking massive thick tyres. It looks like you could cycle up Everest on it. You know, it's got huge fucking tyres on it. They're not going to be cheap to replace. So the bike comes... The bar ends have already come. So in my excitement, I thought, right, fuck it. I'll fit the bar ends, which is a, which is an anxious task at the best of times because you're like, oh, I'm going to fuck this up. Um, but uh, luckily, the, uh, the grips come off. So you undo the grips and they just slide off like that. And I've got like a circular cutter. So I made a perfect fucking cut on them. Um, so I could put the bar ends on the end, lined all the bar ends up and stuff like that. Check the bike over after I've done that, which was stupid. I should have done it the first time. And there's fucking about three chips, uh, in the paintwork where obviously, um, somebody slammed the bike down and then the chain has hit like fucking where the chain guard should be, but there isn't a chain guard because you paid 750 quid for a fucking bike and they can't even put a fucking chain guard on there to protect it in transportation. Um, So that fucks me off royally. Um, And obviously I can't send it back because I've just chopped the fucking, um, uh, the uh, fucking handlebar grips. Um, So I'm stuck with that. I go online to try and find paint like i'm thinking where well, it's a bike like specialized on the on on the specialized like um uh website they must have touch-up paint and stuff like that do they fuck so i've got a brand new bike with chips on it which probably doesn't matter to you right this probably doesn't matter a fuck to you but it just just everything i fucking buy seems to be not perfect. You know what I mean? It just seems to, everything's got a little chip on it or something like that. I had, like, this very chair I am sitting in at the moment. I have a matching stool for this, right? Um, And I must have had about four of the fuckers delivered because every time they fucking delivered it, there was scratches on the fucking feet of this fucking stool. And it must have cost me about, I think it cost me 750 quid. I, I did that. It must be about that. 750, 800 quid for the chair and the stool. And um, I refused to accept anything less than perfect to the fact that in the end, the factory 
drove down with this fucking stool from somewhere up in, like, near Newcastle, drove down with a stool wrapped in fucking... (laughs) I pissed them off that much that they drove down from fucking Newcastle, wrapped in bubble wrap the fucking stool, watched me while I opened it, made me acknowledge that I was happy with it and then drove off. The guy looked so fucked off. <laughs> Get it right first time then, Mr. Fucking Leather Stool Man. Yeah? Anyway. So the bike's chipped. Um, there's no available touch-up paint for this because it's a fucking 2021 model of this. So... Apparently, I've spoke to the people who do the touch-up paint. They haven't got the code, the colour code, from Specialised yet. So they can't mix up the paint because it's not Specialised who supply it. This other company supply it, like everything. You'd have just thought, you know, it's an email, isn't it? They must have a list of the fucking colour codes. They fucking sprayed it in the fucking first place. What do they do? Just spray it and then go, oh, we'll keep this a secret and burn, burn the fucking codes, burn the colour codes and everything. We don't want anybody to know. I mean, it can't be that fucking difficult to mix up the fucking paint just so I can, like, make it nice for me. You know what I mean? So anyway, um, so that that was mildly, mildly annoying. It just seems like anything these days that you fucking buy or any particular service, nobody fucking gives a shit. I know it's England. I know our customer service is fucking legendary, legendarily shit. But surely somebody out there takes pride in their job, do they, anymore? Nobody? No. Um, Yeah, so um, uh, that's that's been my frustrating week. And obviously the bike I bought for fucking... For Hannah is fucking perfect, isn't it? Absolutely fucking perfect. Um, so I imagine she'll be she she could be out there on the roads now, you know, cycling around with fucking baguettes in the fucking basket at the front with the fucking onions round the neck. <laughs> hey, bonjour. Um, anyway, uh, let's have a little bit of tea. So that's my frustrating moan. Um, what did I see in the news this week? Let's have a look um, that we can talk about. Still um, no news on the old gig front, unfortunately. Um, things are meant to be opening up around about March time. And they've got a, they've got a plan, man. Hey, man, we've got a plan. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, so uh, nothing really much uh, happening on that. Um this is uh this is one thing that I thought God this looks like the most tedious fucking um thing in the world uh the most tedious group in the world Hampshire Trio create online community to connect with sober re- residents who have given up alcohol. Not only is it an online fucking Zoom fucking community which I imagine is the fucking dullest thing in the world. I know people who finish work on a Friday and then they go, oh, let's all have a Zoom drinks, 
Let's have Zoom. I couldn't think of anything worse than having Zoom drinks with work colleagues at six o'clock on a fucking Friday. You're sitting in your own house and you've got to then be forced to take part in Zoom drinks with fucking colleagues who all week have been passively, aggressively trying to fucking make you look like an incompetent asshole. <laughs> That's pretty much what people do at work, isn't it? Spend a week questioning your authority and uh, knocking your confidence so that they can usurp you in some way. Um, yeah, so this is a group of friends from Hampshire not only that is it on Zoom, but it's with people who have fucking given up drinking. It's a fucking boring medium with fucking boring people. Uh, a group of friends from Hampshire, they won't stay friends for long, not if they're sober, have <laughs> uh, created an online community to support. Oh, I had a fucking right piss up the other night, got pissed in the lounge and then uh, fucking ended up with my head down the fucking toilet. Um, I've created an online community to support and connect with people who no longer drink alcohol in the county. As dry January comes to an end, Phil Busby and two friends, Vanessa Hunt and Marie Clark, is trying to bang one of them. And you, Phil, uh, will continue to run their online support network for Hampshire residents. <coughs> Jesus. Um, the trio created the Hampshire Sober Connection back in June 2020. I, I, I imagine these are the dullest people I have ever met. Using a Facebook group, the three have created a space for, hey, man, it's a safe space for people who don't want to drink. I'm out. I've created a space for people in Hampshire who have given up alcohol and want to find support and a sense of community. The... Trio met through Soberistas, an online platform. You should only be giving up alcohol if it becomes a fucking problem in your life and you've got no, nothing else left. <laughs> if your liver is twice the size um, that it should be, that is the only acceptable way to be giving up alcohol. Mr. Busby currently lives in Basin's Stoke, whereas Miss Hunt is in Eastleigh and Miss Clark lives in Southampton. And through their online group, they hope to connect people across Hampshire. Uh, the aim of the group is to connect people who may be going through similar struggles and form friendships. Once lockdown has ended, it's hoped that people will be able to meet up face to face. And bang, that's what Phil's, that's all Phil's looking for. Phil wants to get his end away. And he has never met a woman while sober, or had initial sex by uh, while sober, so he thinks uh, he could be the little gang leader in this sober group, and uh, it'll be interesting to check in on this uh, when everything opens up. <laughs> I bet there's cat fighting and everything, little cat fights going on. Uh, we have an open community where people can post to get advice or share stories. I'm going to see if people want to start a blog to write about their experiences. Woke up this morning, had a coffee, counted down the hours until lunch, had lunch, counted down the hours until dinner, had dinner, had a cup of tea, went to bed, repeat. That's it, isn't it? That's all their fucking stories are going to be. 
Woke up today, remembered everything I did. Um, in some ways, having a local group is better. And I don't mean to sound discouraging about other sites, but when, yes, you do. So you can fucking claw people into your own fucking site. But when you meet people face to face, you do form friendships with people. I imagine that's how it talks. Uh, some people might have a big social circle when they're drinking, but when they stop, they aren't part of the group anymore. Yes, and rightly so. Shun them. Shun those non-drinking people. They're no fucking fun, and they're fucking boring. So to connect with us uh, is a way to make a new friendship group, and the life of sobriety is nothing to be embarrassed about. Yes, it is. <laughs> Any non-drinkers out there, I'm not even apologising. Getting shit-faced, particularly in the day, when you've got a day off or something like that, and you think, oh, I haven't got any... You might get something done in the morning. That's the best time to get shit-faced. You might get something done in the morning. You'll think, ah, oh, get up like that, have a shower. It's your day off. You've got no real plans, but you think, oh, I'm going to have to get the car washed. I'll wash the car. You spend a couple of hours washing the car. And then you come in and you think, oh, I'll have a cup of tea. And it's about 11 o'clock in the morning. They're the best days. When you've got up, done something, it's about 11 o'clock in the morning and you think, oh, I'll have a cup of tea. And then you think, oh, fuck it. I haven't got anything to do for the rest of the day. I think I'll have a bottle of beer. So you have a bottle of beer at 11 o'clock in the morning. Then you get that beer thirst, don't you? All your fucking taste buds on your tongue start craving for just one more. And you kid yourself, don't you? You think, I'll have just one more. I'll have one more. And then you've had two. And because it's 11 o'clock in the morning, they've gone to your head. And you think, oh, fuck it. It's midday now. I've had a couple of beers. You take it easy, don't you? A couple of beers until midday. You think, midday? Well, I might as well get shit-faced. Or go out somewhere. It's adventurous. That is the spirit of adventure that these people who are sober don't have where you set yourself a target of thinking, I'm going to drink through. Early start is best. Have a little kip about five o'clock. Get up about seven. Splash some water on your face. You're feeling a little bit heady. And then you crack into the wine. That is not a da bad day spent. <laughs> I've done that fucking too many times. Um yeah, so these boring fuckers. The group are active on Twitter and Instagram, but the main way the community operates is through a private Facebook group. What are they called? Let's have a look. See how many members they've got. Hampshire Sober Connection. Let's have a look. Hampshire. Come on, I want to see these boring bastards' face. I bet they wear a lot of fleeces. <laughs> Hampshire Sober Connection. I bet it's middle-aged people, um, middle-aged people in fleeces with unkempt hair. Let's have a look. Oh, man. Except all the HSC, Hampshire Sober... Oh. Members, 117 people. There's 117 sad fuckers out there created on the 14th... June 2020. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, they must... Jesus. Uh, here's the rules. Greek rules from the admins. No hate speech or bullying. Oh, you sober fucks. 
we had to get rid of Ben because uh, for inappropriate uh, content. Be kind and courteous. No promotions or spam. Respect everyone's privacy. Eh, what are you up to? <laughs> eh, what the fuck have you been up to today? Uh, excuse me, I'm going to have to report you to the admin because you're not respecting my privacy. Safety. Please note that we are not a healthcare professionals and we and any members of of the group can only offer. They're covering their ass there. Your liability. Any meetups that are arranged through the group are undertaken at user's own risk. Yes, if you get killed meeting up with one of our members, we are not responsible. Trolling. Any form of trolling will simply not be tolerated. If we as administrators feel a user is guilty of this, we will be instantly removed. Oh, no. And... Eight, rule eight, don't be a dick. Simple, this one, really. Just be nice. There's too much negativity in the world. Let's not add to it here. Shut up, you sober fucking lame asses. <laughs> ah, dear. That sounds like one group where I wouldn't fit in, I don't think. Not that I particularly drink a lot anymore, but Jesus, it's nice to have the option, isn't it? You come home, you have a tired day, shall I have a cup of tea? Fuck it, crack open the wine. The next minute you're on the floor, you've got fucking Doritos in your hair and you're dragging yourself to bed at 3.30 in the morning knowing you might as well just stay up because you're not going to sleep that well anyway. Anyway, um, what are we on? 25 and a half minutes. Let's have a little bit more tea. Here's one. Here is one. Apparently, um, Stonehenge. I watched a documentary. There's a good documentary on Netflix, I think it is. Oh, no, no. It's BBC iPlayer about uh, Stonehenge. One of the greatest henges, the greatest henge, I think, um, about the like they've discovered a tunnel in Stonehenge, um, because, like, you get all the fucking hippies going down there. It, I mean, it could have been anything, couldn't it, Stonehenge? It could have been a place, you know, like where somebody just wanted to put some rocks up and went, oh, that looks all right there. Should we just... Uh... But, they're, you know, they're all aligned with the fucking stars and that sort of thing. And you get, like, the fucking, you know, druids going... People with beards dressed in robes going down there. There's a lot of... G it's almost... They ought to... Combine the two, have a national Jesus lookalike competition and the summer solstice on the same fucking day because you're going to get the same people go. Um, but apparently um, archaeologists have uh, have made intriguing discoveries uh, dur during early explorations of the proposed Stonehenge tunnel site. So they've found like tunnels there. I didn't know this until I watched this documentary uh, that's just come out on BBC iPlayer, but it apparently it was in Wales first. Apparently it stood in Wales for about 400 years. Uh, this is what this documentary, and then they moved it from Wales to England. Um, I don't know, uh, maybe Welsh people are interfering with it or something. <laughs> you know, um, they couldn't put up with the Welsh pronunciation of Stonehenge so they just thought oh fuck it we can't we can't afford you know this is um 
hundreds of years ago, we've got hardly any money. We can't afford to make signs in English and Welsh. It's actually cheaper to move Stonehenge to England. <laughs> so, we don't have to, so we don't have to make the signs. I mean, people are going to want to visit this. But if we have to do everything, double up on every single language for this, it's going to cost us a fucking fortune. Should we just move it to England or the English people like we do? Like we do with the Egyptians, stole all their shits. Um, it just went, oh, yeah, that's quite nice. Hey, Welsh people, well done for making that. Uh, that's ours now. What do you mean that's ours? Well, it's either we take this or we slaughter your family. Um, even back then, even back then. But apparently there's uh, there's uh, there's been tunnels discovered under um, it. Uh, Wessex experts have hand-dug and sieved almost 1,800 test pits and excavated and recorded more than 400 trial trenches. Um, so there's Bronze Age graves and shit like that under there. Um, I've actually... Uh, been past you can actually drive past it there's a fucking road that goes right next to stonehenge uh and i've actually driven down that like on the way to gigs in gloucester and shit like that where you drive past and you can see stonehenge on the right and i tell you what one day uh i was doing a gig in gloucester um at some brewery in gloucester or something like that which is right by the keys it's fucking lovely and I was driving down past Stonehenge and the fucking sun was coming down and it was just fucking glorious. I think I was going, there was nobody else on the road. The sun was coming down. Stonehenge was on my right and it was just fucking beautiful. And I just want to say to those druid fucks, thank you for making that drive. It is fucking inspirational and shit like that when you, you know, I know it's one of the wonders of the world. That's it's one of the seven wonders, isn't it? Um, uh, I think that's the only one I've 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 seen. Um, I don't know why they've like, yeah, yeah, the Great Pyramid, isn't it? Um, uh, new seven wonders of the world. So we got what? What are they? Oh, fucking hell. Jesus Christ. It's tax ages. Great Wall of China, obviously. Never, not seen it. Uh, Chichen Itza. Um, Petra. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Machu Picchu. Every, every fucker goes there. Christ the Redeemer. Uh, I don't fancy going there. That's fucking Rio de Janeiro. In <laughs> Why can't they do the wonders in the world in safe places? Um... The Colosseum, there we go. Taj Mahal, is that it? It doesn't even make the modern seven wonders. What the fuck? Is that it? It doesn't even, you know, noteworthy ones. Does it come in the noteworthy ones? Yid girl, Yid, is it Yid girl? I, I, that's going to get me in trouble with the anti-Semite stuff, isn't it? Um, couple... Oh, God. Grubel man. Oh, right. They're, they're all just like dead people. Oh, fucking hell, man. Clonny Cave and Man, partial figure. It's like a squashed guy. He looks like a fucking... He looks like fucking Leatherface. And now we're at... Oh, Jesus, seven most dangerous festivals. Surely that's... 
one of the wonders of the world, isn't it? It's got to be. Stonehenge. Wonder of world. Yeah. BBC Seven Wonders, Stonehenge. Yeah. I think that was the documentary I watched, actually. Um, which is the eight wonders of the world? What are the seven wonders of the world? 2019. Grand Ca oh, Jesus. Oh, there's fucking loads of wonders of the world, in it? Everyone's competing to be a fucking wonder of the world. You've got the Grand Canyon. Oh, Jesus. What are the 12 wonders of the world? Petra, Machu Picchu, Great Wall of China, Taj Mahal, Great Pyramid of Giza. Yeah, don't even make that. The only fucking wonder of the world. Is there different lists? Is this like competing? Is this like boxing? Where you've got your WBO and the WBC titles of the fucking wonders of the world. <laughs> People just compiling lists. Hey, we're a wonder of the world as well. That's a fucking semi-detached house, mate. That is not a wonder of the world. Yeah, it is. It's got a fucking blue plaque on it, and it's just like their kid has made a plaque in pottery class and hung it up on the outside. Jesus Christ, it looks like anything can be a wonder of the world. I mean, you can see the Great Wall of China. Somebody's put some effort into that, haven't they? You know, somebody's put a bit of effort in that, in it. Great Wall of China, you know... Taj Mahal, Coliseum, you can see that. You know, I can see why Stonehenge, if it's not classed in, you know, it's, it's B-League, isn't it? It ain't Premier League, it's Championship, isn't it, Stonehenge? I know it's old and shit, but, you know, the Coliseum is fucking huge. The Taj Mahal, beautiful. Great Wall of China, lovely. Petra, you know, somebody's chipped away at a fucking... A big bit of rock, aren't they? That's that's taken some time. And you can see why the Stonehenge is in amongst that, you know, a couple of Welsh blokes knocked some, you know, stuck some stones, <laughs> laid some stones next to each other, aren't they? And put a couple across the top, but not all the way around. <laughs> they did a couple and went, oh, oh, I'm fucking knackered after that. Shall we leave it like that, shall we? There's lovely. Um, oh, I don't fucking know. Anyway, we got a bit sidetracked there. Shit, we're on 34 minutes, people. I've given you, I've given you four minutes overtime. Um, that was, uh, episode 184 of the Ben Briggs podcast. If you have any questions or you want to inform me of my ignorance where it comes to wonders of the world, um, it is just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Have a good rest of your weekend. I shall speak to you then. Take care.